Uy, puta. We are back to the Barbell Kids Podcast. So today we have Stephen, we have Johnny, and we have our co-host. <laughs> Sorry, I got it. Oh, you got me. Oh, oh my God. Okay. They got the jitters because of He's us. my girlfriend, Sophia. Hi, guys. Welcome back. So we are back. So we haven't done an episode in like 300,000 years because life sometimes gets busy. But today we have two special fucking guests. Oh. Johnny and Steven. Johnny and Steven. What's so up? What's up? Introduce yourself, guys. Go ahead, uh, Steven. Hey, everyone. Uh, my name is Steven Sheehan. Uh, I am 30, going on 31 very soon. Uh, I'm a writer, editor, rugby player, amateur chef, play guitar at home sometimes, you know. And, um, you know, it's just been really cool to, like, make a lot of new friends. And, uh, you know, so I'm really excited to uh, just be able to talk with these guys and share my thoughts and get to learn about them as well. Sheesh, how do you go after that? <laughs> that type of introduction. Just go for it. Um, my name is Johnny Ventura. I'm 29 years old, born in the Dominican Republic. Um, I do real estate, um, entrepreneur. I do Forex, stock options, and yeah. Yeah. See where All this right. goes. All right. So here's the first question. What is it that it got you into the gym and the psychedelics? Okay, wow. So that's a very wow. He's, he's jumping right in. Two of the great spots. So first with the gym, um, I've always been involved with um, fitness, uh, sports, like dating back to being a kid. Um, but for me, uh, I kind of had a situation where uh, I was in a relationship where I was engaged. And over time, you know, kind of had let myself go and was not disciplined about dieting anymore. Uh, went like through COVID where like I know for a fact I pretty much went like an entire year without going to the gym which was the first time my whole life that happened um long story short by the end of that I was up to 285 pounds um wow. at the end of last year of 2021 so um ended up uh breaking off the engagement and kind of needed to like have this reset and kind of being like okay the first thing I got to do is um take care of my physical health and you kind of didn't even realize like all the mental health benefits that would come after that because sometimes you don't even know you have the mental health problems at the time that all these things are going on until the end and you're just like wow i really was like low on motivation and i was not disciplined and i didn't love myself and i didn't uh, want to look at myself in the mirror and i didn't want to go hang out with my friends and things like that so that started the journey in uh, January of, uh, you know, basically going back to the gym, um, being more disciplined. I've always loved working out, so it wasn't that I didn't like it. It was like my partner didn't really care about it, and I kind of like let their uh, wants or needs like supersede mine, which is so. You mm -hmm. so wait, hold on. When you're saying that she didn't like you working out, pretty much, right? Uh, or she never had an issue. It wasn't that she didn't like me working out. It's just like working out and dieting were like not important to her. So it just naturally like. If you're with someone especially when you reach like the engagement level or getting married and like a lot of times like one person ends up kind of sacrificing like things that they care about for the other or you're just like oh well i don't really need to work out if they say that they like me how i am or that i gained weight and it doesn't matter and you're like oh maybe it doesn't matter but then it really does because like it's not healthy to gain 50 pounds and to or 60 pounds or to not work out anymore or to eat fast food you know every night or all this kind of stuff so that's where that fitness journey started for me so i had reached the highest weight i'd ever reached was 285 i was like let me go back to the gym the gym is very close to my house um and i've been going every single day since then that also got me to go back to playing rugby because i had stopped for a little while um and that also helped 
reinvigorate everything that I had felt and knew that that was the right place to be again. And I've been playing rugby for over a decade now. Um, so honestly, that kind of started the journey of physical health and leading into the mental health benefits of, you know, your confidence being raised and all that. And basically about a month after that or so in February, I uh, did shrooms for the first time. And I had spent like several months uh, researching this. Um, and it all actually ironically started from the gym because um, every Friday night I w after working out, I would go to the smoke shop, uh, U-Vape, which is like right across the street. And I started striking up conversations with the guys there because... You know, I was just kind of looking to make new friends and like I had this whole new life now where it's like, oh, I'm 30 and I have my shit together because I have a good job and I have my own place and like, you know, I have no debt and I'm like, check, check, check. But like, what do I do now? So it's like the gym and then I make, make new friends there and I'm, they start talking to me and I start learning a little bit more about psychedelics and like we're talking about the universe and you're talking about all the government conspiracies, all these kinds of topics that we probably Joe all, Rogan. yeah, all the stuff that we probably <laughs> love talking about. We all love researching, whatever. And, um, eventually there was a guy that came through there and he was like, Hey man, like I see that you have like a really cool energy and like, you seem like you have it together, but you're looking for some like direction in life and stuff. And I was like, yeah, that's pretty right. And he, so he kind of told me about mushrooms a bit more. Long story short, um, I had like my breakthrough experience uh, February and literally it changed my entire life uh, from there. It just completely made me look at everything differently. I 100% like understood that we're all connected um, on a very deep levels that it's like even beyond our comprehension, but mm -hmm. like it is all true. Um, your energy and the vibrations and frequencies and your attitude and your mindset are all like real things. Manifestation is a real thing positivity like having positive thoughts like all of that like has just been everything i've done since that day so i can honestly say like if you ever do research about it you, i watch a ton of documentaries listen to podcasts talk to people um like there's a lot of people that will say like this will be a life-changing experience for you or like you'll never look at things differently like i can confirm for myself that like that 100 happened and um i've done it you know several times since and it all depends on the set the setting who you're with what your intentions are that's actually a huge thing that is real like you have to have this in your mind and like talk about this and like believe like I, you know so I, that's all real i dude i understand you 100 percent because i was doing my research on psychedelics for the longest and i've been wanting to do mushrooms and ayahuasca mm -hmm. the ayahuasca and i wanted to do i think i wanted to do lsd as well mm -hmm. i wanted to take a trip on lsd oh we while, can talk about that later yeah but Those johnny fun. hold on we got our boy left out on the on the blank oh Come no on, i'm here ahead, just bro. spectating i'm just here spectating hey, watching listen, go ahead drop your watching mind. the man tell us what got you starting to the gym I, what are you into so what got me starting the gym i kind of started at a very young age i played baseball my whole life um I was always the bigger kid, but not the fat kid. I was always the tallest one or, like, the big one. I was never like, oh, look, he's so fat. But it was like I grew up with the, oh, he's the big kid. Um, so I lost all the weight very young, thankfully. And then after college, I kind of I had a I had an incident with my arm. COVID hits, and it all just goes down from there. Okay. I love fitness, don't get me wrong, I loved it, but COVID hit, I lost my job, I lost everything, and it was just more like food just made me happy at the time. Food and a lot of Call of Duty. That's all I was doing, just Call of Duty and Call food. Of Duty? And smoking hookah every hour. <laughs> I was just, I'll make a bowl, smoke the hookah, play um, like video games till like 3 or 4 o'clock in the morning, 
wake up at two o'clock the other day, the next day, and it was just like it was just like a habit for like a year. I gained so much weight. I went from two twenty five to about like three sixty, three seventy in a year span. So just imagine how much food I consumed in a year. And then I was just telling my friend, um, I got invited to play basketball, and I couldn't make it across the court. It's just when I knew, holy shit, like what did I do to myself? The kid who got a D1 offer to play at FIU, I played for three years, you get me? Can't make it across the court on the basketball court. So you almost went D1. Almost. Well, I got injured. I played three years at FIU, and then I got injured my my, so my you junior were D1. year. Yeah, I, I, I you registered yes as a D one player. Holy 100% shit! One hundred percent yes. Holy shit! Good from D one three years prior to someone who can't even make it across the court now. So that's when I had just moved to Sunrise. I left all my toxic friends behind. I have no friends at Sunrise. I'm just eating now, and I meet Ufit right there. So I go to the Ufit. I see a bunch of skinny people there. I walk out. <laughs> I was like, this is not the youth fit I thought from Pines. And then I just kept going. I, I remember I couldn't walk a minute on the treadmill because I'd be out of breath. I couldn't go up the stairs in our gym because I'd be out of breath. It was that bad, but I told myself, I've never been a quitter too. So I was like, if I was able to be skinny at one point, I'm pretty sure I can get back to it. So how, how, what, what was your weight when you were skinny? So, my skinniest ever was 195. Okay, that's not bad. And that was senior year, freshman year college. Sophomore year college and junior college, it was a lot of drinking, but a lot of working out too. So, I got the muscle, but I gained a little weight. So, I looked, I looked good, you could say. You, you know, like a dad bod type stuff. Like, okay. he wasn't fat, but he could still keep up with you in the core or play, mm-hmm. you know, full game length. Um, and then, yeah, I, I, gained, I gained over 100 pounds. And it was just tough the first month. There was times I would cry. There was times where I'd feel like I would never lose the weight. I would watch these TikTok transformation videos of people like losing 100 pounds in six months. So I was like, you know what? That's going to be me. Like I would tell myself, that's going to be me. And I would go the next day and I would just like literally almost cry on the treadmill because I'm like, I can't even do two minutes. How is that going to be me? I can't even walk for two minutes on the treadmill. So I don't know what it was. I just kept going and just kept going and just kept going and kept going. And I saw little by little... My pants would get bigger. I would lose one pound here. And that right there for me was just like the ultimate like answer. It was like, okay, I can actually do this. And it went from walking one minute to running five minutes to then running 10 minutes. To now it's like, oh crap, I have more stamina. I can do more stuff. I feel safe in my clothes now. Yes, I'm not at my goal, but I feel more safe. I feel more confident. I feel like I got a lot more energy. And then I met a lot of people down the road. That, you know, I'm an amazing person to my right who keeps me accountable every day. Hey, are you at the gym? What are you doing today? So it's like, then I met a couple other people, you know, like your girlfriend, your co-host, who was like always at the gym doing her thing with her friend. And it was just like, one day I'm going to have that. Like, one day I'm going to have that consistent friend. And literally, it came right after that. You manifested something that the universe had already for you. Mm-hmm. True. Without so, without you even knowing. So I feel like I had to hit the rock bottom because the old me, I've told Steven the story, was a very ignorant asshole, thought he had everything, um, machista. Really? I'm um, very like cocky headed. I had a really good job. I didn't care if you had a 
it was this was like the toxic part of me and i've told steven about it like i didn't care about people like that like i was the disrespectful guy respectfully you get me like we would go out and like i could see you with like your boyfriend or your girlfriend and i would still approach you oh no that's you're... how like disrespectful i was because i thought i was like i'm way better than him you're catching hands my boy yes yes obviously that's a very <laughs> no yes that's a very for those listening, disrespectful thing to do. Don't ever do it because you never, I never won. Not one time. Listen, this is the thing. If you approach another man's female, that, that's how you say? Yeah, yeah. Another man's female. Whenever you get a girl, they're going to take it from you. Oh, of course. Because that's simple. I, I would call that simple karma logic. Oh, of course. Of because course. Because if you go out, out of your way to get someone else's female, you're going to get that back. Oh, no, yeah. Regardless. It happened to me. That's the thing. What I put out into Earth, I have this big thing like what you put out, your thoughts, what you speak, does does come into existence sometimes. Like I grew up in a very religious family in a Christian house household, so my parents always told me whatever you speak into existence or whatever your thoughts are, usually manifest into certain things. They might not manifest into what you specifically want, but in other areas it comes out. So I manifested like hate, um, jealousy, power. And it was just like, people were around me for the wrong things. Mm-hmm. And yep. I never had the true friends around me who would put me in my place like, hey, you're, you're fucking up. You're fucking up. Like, what are you doing? Like, come on, bro. You're better than this. I never had that until I realized what I was doing was wrong. And then I met real friends, real people. And he keeps me accountable, Steven, all the time. Yeah. Or like, if we're at practice or we're doing something, he'll be like, bro, why are you stopping? Keep it going. Like, keep it going. Or watching people at the gym, like, hey, they're not stopping. Why should I stop? For if real? they can continue, why can't I can continue? Facts. So that got me to, you know, while we're sitting here right now, pretty much. Because I literally let myself change for the better and let go of some of that ego and, like, that madness. Because I, I was pissed at the world for a lot of things, a lot of personal things. And I took it out when I started making money. When, when you're mad at the world, you see everything dark. You yeah. see that everybody's an asshole, that everybody's trying to get you for the wrong things, that everybody's just trying to hear take advantage of you. Yeah. I was like that for a while. I couldn't... At one point, for me, I was alone for almost two years. Like, no friends. I would have, like, my group of friends. For a year and a half, I was alone. I couldn't go- make good friends. The friends that I have were fake. My sister will tell me all the time, all your friends are fake. Yeah. I can tell. Woman, read. Mm-hmm. People like days not tomorrow. Us as men, we're very oblivious of things. Women are more like that doesn't sound about See, right. I wanted to give it the benefit of the doubt for the others. Like you would do me wrong, and I would be like, he must have just had a bad day. It, it's not gonna happen again, or he must whatever. And I would still be there as a friend. And it took so much for me to learn. It's like I don't deserve this. Like yeah, not you, even the first disrespect. You shouldn't be disrespected ever. Like your friends should be there. Like. To live for you, be there for you, care for you, obviously. Tell you when you're fucking up, on your good and your bad days. And you're good and you're bad. <clears throat> when, when I was a jit, I was always lonely. Like, yeah. I was the, like, I was always lonely. I was like myself. I never had any friends. I never, I was like an introvert, mm-hmm. per se, when I was a kid. Mm-hmm. And as soon as I got older, I actually started going out. Like, I started, like, going out with friends. But that wasn't even worse because when I was at that point in my life, it was like, bro, it's only drinking, it's only smoking. All these guys will like cheat on their girlfriends. Mm-hmm. All these guys will like 
all the girls would like shit on their boyfriends too or whatever whatnot. It's always has been like that. And you attract that energy. But once you walk out of there, say, you know what, fuck these people. You walk out of there, you move on with your life. And peop- you will attract different people. Yeah. My that best friend, true. Johnny, he we're at a balance. I tell him, bro, did, like he'd he be telling me, bro, I haven't made progress at the gym. Okay, what are, how's your diet? Mm-hmm. You're not eating enough. And then he complains, and I'm like, bro, the next time you complain, we're going to have a problem because you're not doing what you're supposed mm-hmm. to be doing. You want results without putting the work. That is And true. everything, that's when everything. It's like friendships, relationships, work. If you don't put in the fucking work to do what you want to do and how, what you want to achieve, you can just sit on your fucking couch you and, like, f- everything's going to come to you and you're like, okay, no, you got to fucking go pursue what, the person that you want to become. I've heard this thing. If you want to be a 10. You got to hang around 10s. You, no, no. <laughs> you got to make sure yourself first, check what number you are as a person. Second, what is what is it that is going to take you to be a 10? Mm-hmm. You know you know what? Not even that. You can, you can never be a 10. Never. You can have a good job. You can have a nice car. You can have money. You that can have true. all you want. You can be nice to everybody. But inside of you, you're holding a lot of anger to other people. You haven't forgive people that have hurt you. Mm-hmm. You haven't moved on from a lot of things from the past. And you're holding grudges to everybody. So what, what does that do to you? It brings you down as a person. Yeah. And that's, that's where actually I think, I think psychedelics are super uh, helpful for that. And, you know, there's a lot of scientific research and studies going on and uh, like FDA approval of uh, yeah. psychedelics for PTSD, depression, anxiety, OCD. All, and there's a great new documentary on Netflix, How to Change Your Mind. Mm-hmm. And as someone that has undergone this experience myself in the last like five months now, like <laughs> you watch the documentary, uh, the second episode is on psilocybin, which is um, the compound in, in magic mushrooms, basically. And like it is 100% accurate. Like, you know. Have, have you heard mm-hmm. of... Um, I think on Canada, mm-hmm. they're actually trying to make it legal. Yeah, yeah. it's yeah, like being legalized. It's, it's going to be legalized in America, America yeah. as well. Hopefully, like hopefully it gets legal. Yeah, hopefully. And, um, That'd be cool. That's, that's going to be awesome because it's actually, I personally believe that mushrooms, I even think marijuana, because they are grown from the earth and that they are from the Should same matter legal. that we all are from, that there is something to the fact that like you are able to access like other dimensions, other parts of yourself. Uh, because I think like it's basically parts of the past that are all growing again, like you know, because it's from the earth and matter's not created or destroyed. And then you're when you when you do these things, you're actually able to learn a lot of lessons. You're you're taking on these journeys in your own mind or wherever you are going. And like meditation is actually where I personally believe that it's actually super powerful because like my experience was um, taking mushrooms and listening to Alan Watts, which is, he's like a philosopher and he's talking about like Zen and Buddhism and, and the self and all these types of things. And whatever happened that night completely like took me in these other places where I had, I cried, I had like laughing. I had like almost like an orgasmic, like animalistic, like roar almost that came out of me. And it was like, because like to me, psychedelics and especially like mushrooms, like they really just allow you to like express our or let out like these authentic feelings that like you don't even know what it really is until this is happening to you and then um it just really helps you like you said a lot of people could have uh they could have a trauma they could be like still hung up on this girl that did them wrong or they could be hung up on their body issues or they could be um you know they could have like depression or they could have anxiety and like it's not saying like this is gonna 
like help everybody or it's going to heal everybody because that's yep. why the the podcast that I've started with my friends and the company that we're starting is called Everybody's Different because that's exactly it. Like what I experienced through mushrooms or psychedelics or meditation or from smoking weed or from drinking is completely different than anyone else. And no one else is going to know how I feel from it. Just like I don't know how Johnny feels from it. And just like I don't know how you feel from it because hey, basically it, words are the only way we can express how we feel. But like we don't even know the words like we just use like if I say, oh, it's hot outside. Like you don't know like what that is to me and I don't know what it is to you. So yeah, it's like different perspective. Yeah. And when you just take that approach to life, like it just changes everything because then you just treat everybody differently. You treat everyone with respect. You don't look at situations as like what's happening to me or why is it happening to me? Instead, like what can I learn from it? I look what at that can every I learn day. From it? everything is like in your control but everything is also not in your control so when you're in traffic i'm like there is no reason that i can let this get a negative thought into my head because i cannot do anything about this so it's like when you just have these like little things that you operate with daily and like you just believe this way and you think this way like johnny was mentioning about manifesting and you guys talking about that like the the negative things that you think about will be manifested and just like the positive things and i'm like i rather only fucking have the positive things that so that's all i've done if and that's just my experience <clears throat> Once you switch your perspective in life and you switch like, okay, you have these negative thoughts, right? And you want to switch them around for those positive thoughts. Your day can get better. Mm -hmm. Even if it comes instantly, you just boom. You like, okay, no, I canceled this mm -hmm. because I know it's not true. But even if it's true, it's not my problem. At right. the end of the day, like if you have an issue with somebody or you have an issue with a coworker and that person did you wrong or whatever, you did your part of canceling those thoughts and not harming yourself because at the end of the day we are the we only harm ourselves mm -hmm. and then that's it because i was hearing this podcast with joe rogan i can curse you out in a language that you don't even know and i'm smiling at you oh, what yeah. would you think you're talking about the guru one right the guru, yeah, that's yeah. a great episode that's a that's yeah. a great episode really good life-changing what is it i can curse you out like i said in a different language and i'm smiling at you But you don't know. Mm -hmm. So you think I'm like being friendly or whatever. Yep. Because words are words. If sometimes we let those words get to us. Like and it happens to every human being. We all, instead of reaching for perfection, we should be reaching to learn how to manage those negative thoughts. Manage how to even be better every day. Instead of like letting those negative thoughts in your head. That's you know? a fact. I used to let negative words get to me big time. Like, <clears throat> it was just a big deal in my, like, in my life. Like, you would just say, I can't, yo, you can't do this. Or you'll never be a millionaire. Or you can't start that company. And it's just like, why do we push so fast to you can't? Mm -hmm. Instead of like, oh, that should be fun. Go ahead and try it. Mm -hmm. Like, why would your friends tell you, I want to go skydiving? No, you can't. We might do it innocently. Like, in, like, in, in We may do it like kidding or like for fun or like, oh, whatever, that's your boy. So you're whatever, you're kidding. But why is the answer so negative right away when they tell you something? Or, or for example, and I know we, some of us may, can relate to this. Why is it when you start something, you have strangers support you more than your actual friends? Dude. Why is that? Has anybody ever talked about that or explained that into full detail? Yes. Why does it take a stranger to support you first? And show you how good you are. But your own friends or so-called old friends who want to party with you every weekend, who want to go drinking with you every weekend, who want to do this with you or smoke weed, aren't the first ones to be like, yo, I just ordered 10 items. 
I just ordered four items, or I just signed up for your subscription. Yo, that's so dope. You started a podcast, man? Yo, we got to all be there. But you got strangers who will be the first ones in line for you. You know, when when I started the, my my brand, because this is a brand, it's mm-hmm. called the Barbell Kids yeah. brand. We make these sweaters that she's wearing. Like, I, I make those myself. That's awesome. She helped me out with, like, making the sweaters. So you're going to teach us how to do it right. Because Hell yeah. Because we have the same thing, and it's just in a, we're focusing on men's and mental health and self Yeah, we like, it. Look, same, we, it's a brand. We did, our, yeah. our podcast, it was literally, it's literally the same thing. We mm-hmm. started this podcast. We will sit down with different individuals. We will talk about mental health. Cool. And because in, in men... For us as men, the society tends to be like, let's you worry can't about, have issues. Let's, men cannot have issues. Mm-hmm. Men cannot deal with demons. Mm-hmm. We only got to worry. I'm sorry, but like they worry more, more about like the, the opposite sex, which is women mm-hmm. has more issues and then women have more. No, we don't. We deal with sometimes we deal with shit that no, we can't even speak about. Mm-hmm. We wake up in a sense of like, damn, bro, like nobody's going to fucking love me because the way I am or whatnot. And for the other sex is like it's more accessible for them to feel love in some sort of, of for course. ourselves is like, am I really going to be accepted that who I am as an individual? Not because of my looks, because at the end of the day I'm gonna age. You're gonna age. You're gonna age. She's gonna age. Mm-hmm. Who's gonna love us with a fuck? Where we fucking ruggedy like mm-hmm. look like when That's we're looking true. like dog shit? Because this is our prime time. Our prime time is right now. Mm-hmm. That where you should be looking like a fucking god. Mm-hmm. Like men and women, you wanna achieve that body that you want. Go fucking work for it. Same thing. Mm-hmm. So going back to what I was saying. So when I started my podcast, I started bringing people to a podcast. I'm like, I got interviews, interview right up back there. We will do two episodes in one day. One hour, one hour, one hour, one hour. And I started doing it. Then I started making the sweaters. Everybody at the gym. Hey, bro. like we're, I'm like, bro, I got you. Mm-hmm. Boom, boom, boom. And then what was it? On Friday, this guy came up to me. He was like, whoa, why, you haven't done the, the sweater thing. I'm like, yeah, I'd be liking like... Like, I'm focusing on some other stuff. Like, I'm focused on work or whatever. Like, I'm focused on well, my relationship or whatever. And he said, I want to buy one of you. Like, one of your sweaters. And I'm like, sure. Like, I never thought that it was such a barbell kids. It's actually... People are telling me, this thing has potential. The name has potential. You don't even know. And I'm like, does it really? Like, you doubt yourself because no, like... None of your friends or like the people that you thought it was yeah. you, they were like, dude, like let's push this shit. Like yeah. let's you know what I mean? So that's when it comes to everything. I'm pretty sure for years it's gonna be like, damn, you got your first episode of your mm-hmm. podcast, make sure you drop that shit. You guys kill it. Like you guys have the power in your hands to literally motivate it, motivate yourself, motivate others to do what it takes to build that brand. Yeah, absolutely. And like the motivation part is kind of like it proved itself to me just by the small circle I built at the gym, which is where we all basically know each other right here from. And that was because I know that like my energy changed. And, you know, if you learn anything about um, there's a book called Becoming Supernatural, which I think a lot of people should read. Well, everyone should read, honestly. But you understand, like, actually that we actually are just a bunch of like molecules and matter that are giving off vibrations and frequencies and like if you've ever meditated to different frequencies like they're, they're associated with like love or I have like to learn about that things like that all actually is legitimate and i know that like when my energy changed from the day i did shrooms where i understood all the power of all that and i just put this out into the world like i met johnny because i could see something in johnny that 
I was like, this guy has potential. I can see that he's not like a happy person, but like I could see he's a, I could read his energy that he's a good that guy. That he wants to change. Yeah, he wanted to change. And then he's like talking about he needs to make real friends. And then, and then I was like, well, you just made a friend for life. And he probably has the text that I sent him, like, mm-hmm. you know, from that. And I don't really know him, but it's like you, you knew that. Like I knew that in my depth you know, of who I am, if, that like this is a good person and like ever, he needs my help, you know? If you ever sat down with my best friend, yeah. the other day he sat me, he was like, you know, I fuck with you. I'm like, why? Because I was being disrespectful to a professor, a teacher, and you called me out on it. Mm-hmm. And that was in middle school. Mm-hmm. It was like, because nobody else told me that I was being disrespectful but you. And I was like... Bro, real friends will call you out on your, on your BS. Yes. Yeah. Listen, real the person friends. that care, the people that care more, we'll like they out. care the most about you is the people that are going to call you on your bullshit, mm-hmm. even if you don't like it or not. Yeah. That's the point. Yeah. And you either take the feedback, like she gives me feedback all the time, and it's not positive. Because it's not like sometimes it's not positive. Yeah. It's, it's a feedback. Well, if you think about it, if all you heard was positive, how do you ever grow? Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. You gotta hear some of the negative stuff negative. to be exactly. able to work on that. When you get that positive, like that negative feedback, read it, analyze it, and then work towards those things that are that are not work to, towards those things. Mm-hmm. Like if you get a negative feedback, take it. Approach like instead of like getting take mad it about it, with it, take it. You know, write it down and then meditate on it. And be like, mm-hmm. damn, probably, yes, I have to. There's traits that everybody has. Traits that you took from your parents. Traits that you took from your parents, friends. We take our personality from different people all the time. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Our personality changes all the fucking time. You don't even notice. You don't even notice when your personality changes. Your personality changes. I want to get an opinion on you guys. Mm-hmm. On who? I just thought of something. <laughs> like, I would like to get your opinion on. Okay. Well, from both of you. And from Steven, actually. So I have this tendency that I'll have a friend, let's just say, we'll call friend John. Okay. Okay? John's a cool person. Love John. Amazing friend. But John's lazy. Mm-hmm. I tend to, I hate lazy people. So I tend to cut off John. John doesn't like being cut off. Saying, hey, it's just who I am. Are you not going to like me for who I am? Here's the thing. What do you think? Do you stick with John because he's lazy? Because he says, hey, this is who I am? Or do you stick to your principles? Because what you want are people who are hustlers who are going to push you. So John is saying that he's lazy because that's... That's just the way he is. He doesn't want to... He's like, bro, this is who I am. You can love me for who I am or you can just... Take your bags and go. That's what I... Okay. I just can't be around lazy people, man. I'm a business owner. If I don't see you going at 100... It doesn't like, like the other day I was at the gym, tired. I was tired. I told Steven this, I was tired. I was, I had really no excuse. I was just tired. And I see this ginormic gladiator just going at it with all his workouts. That for me, he could have just been sitting on his phone. I would have been like, oh look, he's sitting on his phone. Let me just go home. But watching him, we went in the stairs. I told him I was tired. I wanted to go home. I probably could have made some food. He was like, no, we're going on the Stairmasters. We did five minutes of Stairmasters. Five minutes. And I did, and I felt extra better after. Why? I saw the motivation. I saw the want, and it pushed me. You you accomplished something that you didn't want to do, and that make you feel better. Of course. When you, ac- when you accomplish something, like per se, do you, like, I hate doing my bed. 
That's something that I hate the most. But when I, but when Me, I, I hate putting away shoes. I feedback about that from somebody. But Me, when I, I hate putting away my shoes. Listen, but when I fucking do it, I'm like, I can't wait to get to my house and fucking sleep on my clean yeah. ass bed. You know what I mean? So you feel great when you do something that you don't like. So start doing something that you don't like. You don't like to mm-hmm. ch- share your stuff. Start sharing your stuff. Yeah. You are Listen, I don't know if you go, if you guys know Jordan B. Peterson. Mm-hmm. So... You know, fucking yeah. amazing guy. Mm-hmm. I fucking he like. I just bought his book. Good. That he's is fucking amazing. I just bought his book. He is a person that you can learn so much from him because he will tell you. You have different personalities, right? So, you have your disagreeable and your agreeable personality. Like, there's different personalities. So, if you're disagreeable, you are going to have many issues with other people. Because you dis you are disagreeable, yeah. you disagree with everybody. But if you are an agreeable people, you tend to be more likely to be liked, right? Mm-hmm. So, if a person is disagreeable, it tells you, okay, start doing things for other people. So you kind of instead of being so selfish, start doing things for other people. Mm-hmm. Because if you have the tendency of being selfish and all about you, because at the end of the day, it's not everything's about you, but it's not. Yeah, that's that's a great way to put it. Yeah. Everything's about you, but it's not because whatever you that's do true. is gonna affect mm-hmm. that environment around you. Mm-hmm. If I'm in a bad mood, she's gonna be like, she's gonna be in a bad mood. If she's sad, I'm gonna be sad. That's how it is. Aww. No, and it is like that. <laughs> if she's if yeah. she's having a rough day, I'm gonna have a rough day because we're in a quote unquote connected. We're like mm-hmm. you're one. We're, we're, technically, we're one. That's technically what, one. Yeah. And if we, and it's like everything. If you're Homie has a bad day. You gotta be there to pick him up. You you have to pick him up. It's like that. There's a there's a video on Instagram. Well, not Instagram. It's probably everywhere. But I saw on TikTok where um, I, I believe it was LSU versus Oregon. LSU safety missed a tackle and he put his head down. Like damn. Like I just let the other team score and his boy or his teammate comes up and lifts his face up mm-hmm. and says like Keep it up. We got this. That's what that's. That's kind of what you want in life, like to have that person or that best friend or those friends were like, damn, I had a bad week, but yo, let's go have dinner. And like, they lift you up. Your spirits are up, bro. They, you know, they crack jokes with you. And it's like a genuine laughter, a genuine time where you don't even have to act out of character because it's just, you're all just friends for, for the person, not for what they have or what they don't have. And that's something that I was able to find now where it's like, bro, I'm just myself now. The dorky, loud, outspoken Dominican who's just like out there. I don't have to sit here and try to flash out to anybody because these guys, my boys, they just they like me for who I am. So having that, finding that group friend too, is very crucial. Crucial to also your growth in life. And like my my mom growing up was like, show me your three friends and I'm gonna tell you who you are. Mm-hmm. Show me your friends. Show me your future. No, show me your friends. Show me your future. Listen, I'm sorry. It goes for everybody. If you hang out, men and women, if you hang out with a bunch of folk boys, you're the the 10th folk boy. What is it that's going to say about you? And if a a girl hangs out with a bunch of, you know. Bro, it's happened to me. And and you hang out with that, that, you see that individual hangs out with a bunch of not good girls. Mm Mm-hmm. She's considered automatically not considered. a hoe. Mm-hmm. I will not consider. Oh, because I know your friend. I will not consider a hoe, but I will say that person is like you. Grab 
you unfortunately you grab those tendencies from your friends. Those of are course. energies. You grab that energy for your friends. The best advice that somebody will give you is a person that's been through shit and a mentor and a mentor. Yeah. And it will it will not give you the answer that you want, but it's gonna give you the answer that you need. Hell yeah. So like to segue back to what you were talking about with like your lazy friend John. Who I it cannot be me that he's talking about for the, I, I'm guessing. Well, no, of course not. <laughs> because I hate I also uh, I don't really match my frequency with people who are lazy. I'll put it that way because I don't think you should say you hate people that are lazy because you shouldn't hate anybody. Yeah, I don't, but, I don't think I hate but, him. But uh, basically, like, like... I, my way of being does not match up with that. So I that's why like in rugby or the gym like. I have to push guys a certain way and I have a certain way of being because like I don't really tolerate it. But like you're asking like what you should do with that friend. So I think, um, and this would like talk, talking about, um, you know, how to deal with people and working on your relationships and stuff like that. Something I've learned this year is like the best thing to do is be completely honest and transparent about everything at all times with anyone in any relationship with your mom, your friends, your girlfriend or boyfriend, your fiance, your wife, because the way I look at it is like I'm always um, trying to do what's best for me for my happiness and I truly believe that like when you do that you are naturally going to attract people that are also going to be good for you in that way which has been proven in front of you yeah me meeting me and me meeting you and me meeting all the other guys and everything so and you come into rugby and now you see that like we're all different types of dudes and we're all from different backgrounds but like everyone has a certain mindset and certain care for each other right so the way that you look at like the lazy friend that you said is a good guy or like you like being friends with him but he already acknowledged that he's lazy so like in my opinion i think the best thing to do is um again like you're trying to always like help someone or teach them something or like help uh you know uh, some someone learn how to like maybe not be the way they are because you think you could see better than them which you obviously did because like when i met you i know that you're lazy like to some degree because of course. you already knew that because you're in the gym because you needed to lose all this weight and I, but I, you knew that you weren't really doing it on your own like the way you wanted but i could see the potential and i could see all that so right so like the biggest thing I had to teach you is discipline, which is like an ongoing lesson that we obviously know, but like you can already talk about like, oh, now I don't need to text Johnny about whether he's going to the gym because he's already there because he already knows that I'm going to be there and he yep. knows that he's not going to skip it, you know? So it's mm-hmm. little things like that. So with this friend, I think this could be an opportunity to teach him about discipline and you should be very open about like, hey, yeah. like, you know, um, I've had these tendencies before and I can easily be in the same spot as you where I could like my laziness caused me to gain another whole person's body weight. Like I gained 150 pounds, which is like, you know, to yeah. a Sophia or whatever. And it's like, yeah, that's because you were lazy and you played video games and you ate fast food and you smoked weed and yeah. you didn't want to work out. So guess what? I've also been lazy as well, but guess what? Now you can be like, well, because I'm disciplined now I've lost weight and now I've make this money or I have this job or I'm able to travel and now I've made new friends. And like, I always, I personally believe like the number one skill is discipline to learn and to practice. And so you could talk to him about like how important that is and that you also need to express that like his laziness or his way of being uh, is like not aligning with how you feel. But you know, if you work on discipline, I think this could really help. And you just need to be very honest about him and say, but you know, the biggest thing again, that you could also take away from this and is that like, you can't, and get anyone to change like no, the only change was in because mm-hmm. you understand that and we all here in this group understand that so 
like the best thing is to be fully transparent with them and let them know exactly how you feel about it and and what what is at stake or what just like in a relationship if you're like hey i don't like uh that you know you don't ask me about how i'm doing or like we're like that could be an example as a man right that your woman might say that to you and it's like for her like she needs to be able to say that so that you understand exactly how she's feeling and guess what now it's on you to make a choice which we all know everything is a choice like your thoughts are your choice like what you say is a choice what you do is a choice and if you don't respect like what she wants which is best for her which is for you to be asking her about her feelings or being more open and then you don't well then it's on her to choose like whether to still be with you and it's because you chose so I agree. it's all about that you know it's all about a choice I'm so glad you said it's a choice because I'm tired and this is not to shoot at anybody I'm tired of like girls or men when it comes to like also like relationship it just came up to me where it's like oh I didn't choose to cheat on you it was a one night mistake <gasps> No. Or, oh, I was too drunk. I didn't know. No, you chose to go to that club. Mm-hmm. You yeah. chose to get drunk. You knew what you were talking like, you like. There's a lot of choices that were made that lead yes. up to that. So. And then they tend to, like, not just women, because men do the same thing. We give excuses. It was so hard to take accountable of that mistake. And it's like we try to, I don't know about pinning on somebody else, but pin the situation worse. So we're like. Oh, it wasn't me, babe. I'm sorry. Like, I really didn't try to. Mm. Instead of just being accountable for like, yo, you fucked yeah, up. Yeah, you like, fucked up. So just, just admit it. You admit fucked it. up. We might work this out or we might not. But it's easier if you just tell me the truth. Mm-hmm. Like, we fucked up and like, let's move forward from it. If Here's the thing. If everything's a choice, right? And if now that we're talking about this, if an individual decides to cheat, the individual is taking a step to first of all they don't value the relationship second they don't really care about your feelings in a quote unquote yeah Mm -hmm. third they are probably in a broken place for cheating because if you are a dependent person that if your boyfriend didn't say I love you one time, you're going to go out there and do some shady shit because he didn't do something that you like. And you're going to go out there and do something. That goes in the same way both ways. Oh, my girlfriend didn't serve me food or my girlfriend didn't say I love you or she didn't do something Or didn't for put me. the I. They just put love you. Uh-huh. What does it matter? I still love you. Just because I didn't put the eye, it shouldn't but, matter. They're going to go out there and entertain <coughs> on other people. You know what I mean? So when when they do, it's like you don't have, first of all, you don't have respect mm-hmm. for anybody. Or you don't even person. have respect mm-hmm. for yourself, first mm-hmm. of all. If you're out there entertaining other individuals and you're out there cheating on mm-hmm. your partner, might as well just stay single and leave the person alone. Yep. Might as well just be straight up with them. Be like, bro, like, I'm sorry, but I'd rather be on the streets or I'd rather just be doing me. <laughs> he for the streets. <laughs> for the streets. <laughs> See, that's like the crazy thing is like, you know, being single, uh, you know, becoming single again at this age. And like, I, so like Johnny had talked about his like toxic part of his past and how he was. Well, like I went through like a few years, obviously probably a few years too many, but like of, uh, not really that, but I was definitely like the dating app, the Tinder scene. Oh, like same. you could say fuck boy phase, you know, for sure. Like where like, I was hooking up with like a bunch of girls and stuff. And like, 
But also, all of that is 100% necessary for me to become the person I am today. Because you think that's And that's what I said. Yeah, that's it. But do you think... But mm-hmm. Wait, hold on. I, I believe that, yes, we'll go through that phase of mm-hmm. that fuckboy and that hoist face. Mm-hmm. Men and women. Men and women. Mm-hmm. Because you cannot say, oh, yeah, women, they don't need to do that. But I always say, what is the point of going on a whole face when you can have a growth face? Mm-hmm. I switch my mindset so quick, and I'm like, instead of myself going to the streets talking to a bunch of females at the same time sleeping with sharing my energy mm-hmm. first of all that's energy yeah you're, you're my emotions 100 correct my emotions yeah. with other females that same thing to women mm-hmm. women ladies you cannot go out there and share your energy just with any guy mm-hmm. that person might fuck you over emotionally just for one nice stand it's it's just simple as just that you know what yeah. i mean like it just it is like that. You but share. it's hard for people to think that way because oh, usually yeah. when we turn into oh, yeah. the fuckboy stage or the whole phase, you just went through something to get you to that point. Yeah. So for me, example, like what he was saying, when I hit my whole phase was when I found out my ex was cheating on me. And I was the simp dude before I became the like the... I was the guy who was like buying you flowers, mm-hmm. doing the dorky stuff, sending you long paragraphs while you're at work. Or showing up to work with like lunch, like I was that simp dude. You get me? You would I'd be considered a simp, or like no, I would take you on spa days. That, that, that's not simp. Yeah. That's that's just basic shit. Your man should be doing. But now in day age, everybody's a simp. No, oh, he's simp and he's you, simping. That's you showing your love for the person. Yeah, of and, course. And then that's it. Like that's you showing the love, and that's not considered being a simp. You're trying to have that woman. That you thought at that time, for yeah. The rest of your life, you could have said, you know. Of course. Because, and then you did your best at that at that time, but you know she decided. To Found be- out she cheated, yeah. and that right there was like a rewire to me. Was like, Johnny, you're so gullible, and these women don't care about you, mm-hmm. so you might as well not care about them. And that's when it was just like, go. Yeah. It was just like on go. Yeah. And I was on my prime baseball, first team. Lost the weight. I was getting big. Finally getting a beard. I thought I was like the, the man of the campus. And it was just like left and right. And then I found out about downtown Florida though. Because I was never a club person. Mm-hmm. I turned 21. The first thing I found about is Dicey's and Capone's. <laughs> what is that? Um, it's a club in downtown Florida. Which is like a college style campus. Like mm-hmm. like block party stuff. And it's just bars there. That's, That's like basically where I spent most of my fuckboy phase was like yeah. downtown Fort Lauderdale. Like I can Capone's, Dicey's, like twenty Club 15, Sim, sixteen, seventeen, like in this range. And then I and I had a similar thing where like the person I was with, who I thought was gonna be it, and this is like around like age twenty four, I guess I would say. So this is a little after yeah. him, like after college. So. Um, like she lied about ironically about smoking weed which now i'm like the biggest weed smoker and i 100 percent have reconnected and had a very good like you know um like closure and whatnot but it bothered me because i was so against it and i told her from the get-go and it was like oh like why are you doing this behind my back and if you can lie about this and you know because the whole point is you're disrespected like you're lied to which to me is like a no like that's that's a very big thing right but the lesson and so you know I finally came around and like kind of understood this even like more recently of like oh wow like you know like if you had like the reason I went through that phase is because after I got lied to like why would I trust anyone or why am I going to be with one woman or why am I going to deal with this and like when you can just do this right even though in reality it's like you lied about something that it's not about like the fact because at the end of the day you lied you know then you lied yes so but it Here's the thing. There's a quote that says, everybody lies. Mm-hmm. Everybody. Mm-hmm. 
Don't give everybody lies in the minimum things. Yeah. yeah. Not everybody is innocent that they will never lie. Right. Sometimes people lie to keep peace. Right. To certain things. Some people, some other people lie because they're very ashamed of themselves. Mm -hmm. Other people lie, just be like, you know, I just want to keep this at peace. This, yeah. I, this is nothing that I, it doesn't bring any good to the, to the table, you know? So what do you think about that right there? About what? That right there. What do I think about that? Relationship-wise. Listen. Do you think your girlfriend or boyfriend should know every single detail of every single thing you do every single time? Not necessarily. Let's say, for example, you're texting a friend. You're texting a friend, innocent friend. She or he is a friend. Your your spouse or your man, whatever, actually, hey, who you texting? Just a friend. Well, who's the friend? It's just a friend. Like, do you here, need the here, full details? Here's the thing: if you you're you're, you're not doing anything wrong, you're you're, you're being honest. Yeah, it I is agree. a friend. Is there a certain limit of certain things you say, or should you just say everything every single time? There is. Here's the thing: first, if Let's say if you have that, that that problem with the phone, if you don't know who your friends are, like if you don't know my friends, then you'd be like, who are you texting? And that you don't know that person. Mm -hmm. You might feel some insecure about it because you don't know the person. So that comes with a background. But let's say if you see the way I think is I'm not going to know all your friends. But in so reality, really... you have in reality. You have certain people that you text. You, everybody is very selective. Who you of text. course. Not everybody. Not you, you have like at least five to mm -hmm. 10 people that you text and that's about it mm -hmm. and those people that you text you if you want to feel the other person more comfortable be like here listen this is the people my friends that i hang out the people that i text so that person mm -hmm. feels how does it feel secure that you know that you so you're foretelling everything not telling everything because i'm a person I'm like ah, what did i have to like, like i feel like it's not telling everything but just like to maintain the peace and well yeah there should comfort. be It's like, I'm going to tell him, like, yeah. oh, yeah, I'm texting my friend. You know him. Yeah. Like, now, if it's someone he doesn't know, I'm I mean, still like, going to tell him. Because. because sorry. <laughs> <laughs> it's just because, like, Aww. if you know it's nothing bad, it's mm -hmm. just your friend. Yeah. One day you might meet him. Yeah. So, like, you guys, like, yeah. I told him For about example. you guys. Like, oh, my, yeah. my, guy, my friend's from the gym. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I told him about you guys. I tell mm -hmm. him about all of my friends. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Because one day... I want him to meet all of my friends. Like, if you're my real friend, my boyfriend has to meet you. Mm -hmm. Of course, of course. So, like, when it comes to things like that, yes, I'm going to tell him. Yeah. So, are you for everything or for uh, to a certain line? From both of you. I want to hear both answers. Hey. From the girl's <laughs> point of view and the guy's. For me, for me. Hey, we got to be up front. Just say it up front. There's nothing. I'm going to tell you something. I was a person that I'm like, bro, you can do whatever you want. Yeah. Like, whatever you want with your life. I don't care. You whatever. So, would you get mad if she messaged you saying, I'm going out with the girls tonight to Miami? No. Like, I don't. I, she, I no. No. She boy. should. Okay. You know, like, that's how I feel about a bro, relationship. She like, she they should go, go do things friend, on their own. We're going to have a wine night. Just like, like you're going to say, bro, oh, I'm going to rugby practice tonight. Like, she's not going to go to rugby practice. That's your thing. Like, that is very yeah. important in a relationship that yeah. I can say, like, I neglected. And it's like, you no, you need be, your own Listen, this is, well. yeah. this is one thing that her and I, we worked on. It's like, we have, we, we, you have to have your a space as mm -hmm. a man and as a woman. That's you cannot be like, you cannot, you cannot be with your woman 24-7. You know why? Yeah. Because by the time you start spending too much time together... You're going to be like, bro, you're getting too comfortable. You're going to lose yourself as well. You're going to lose thing, yourself. Obviously. So you have to have that time for you. She goes after school. She goes straight to the gym. Bro, yeah. kill that shit. And I see, I go to the gym. Mm -hmm. As soon as I get out of the gym, we have our time. Simple as that. And you got to have individual time. Yeah. You, I feel yes. that. One, going back to after, after, before that, 
she knows the people that I text. I mm-hmm. tell her, look, there is some female friends that I have. We all have female friends that nothing. Mm-hmm. Like, like, bro, I can say I will never in my life mm-hmm. will do something to that female. Same as a guy friend. Mm-hmm. She's She'll part of like, the group. Never, yeah. niggas. never will like go out of my way to disrespect mm-hmm. her or him or whatever. And I tell her, look. This person texted me today because, but before that, I was never like that. I was like, bro, you can do whatever you want. Yeah. As long as I don't find out. But she was like, she told me, I was like, I want you to know, but you have to kind of reciprocate the same energy. You know what I mean? See, I'm very a laid back person in a relationship. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. My reasoning as why I told him from the beginning yeah. is because I feel like guys most of the time tend to hold things back like they're not mm-hmm. gonna tell you if something bothers mm-hmm. them so i told him from day one like if you don't like something you better tell me even if i don't like what you're telling me even if i think you're being annoying i'm gonna like hear you yeah, because i expect the same from you mm-hmm. so that's my reasoning behind it and yeah. it, when it comes to relationships look relationships takes a lot of work yes you have two different personalities I used to be the person that I'm like, chill, like, bro, easy, go with the flow, whatever. I will never, I'm like, bro, we're going out, okay, whatever. We're going this, all right, whatever. And you have all, like, you have a different personality where it's like the other way. You know what I mean? So, relationship takes a lot of, look, if you're going to get into a relationship, you have to know how to sacrifice. First, sacrifice and compromise. Mm -hmm. Simple as that. If you don't know how to compromise certain things. Because there's certain things that you do like, but there's things that you have to compromise to make sure that things are at peace. It's like, oh yeah, like I text my best friend that's a girl 24-7. Nah. Yeah. You have to compromise that like, no, now I have a female or a woman and my girl is not going to like that. You know what that's I mean? That's my... <laughs> huh? <laughs> no, some like the, gang, like the gang should be like, yo, oh, that's, that's my bit. That's my, <laughs> that's my like, choice right there. <laughs> I, I, See, I'm more of a laid back. I'm. I don't know if it's just me who's programmed like this, or I guess through all my traumas and like life. Like I really don't care. But you have to. Like care. no, no. I'm in a sense. You have to care. No, no. I do care. No, no. Hold on. I do care. <laughs> trust me. I do care. But I'm not the type of person to be like, oh, you're going now. Who's going with you? Text me at this time. When you coming home? This is that. I'm like, go, go out. I'm gonna stay home, smoke my hookah, watch some anime, or play some video games. I don't care. Go have fun. Don't worry about texting me every hour. Just go do what you want to do. You get me? Because when I go out with my boys, I don't want you to text me and blow up my phone. Because if I tell you, hey, I'm going out with the boys tonight. It's Steven, Corey, whatever, whatever, whatever. I'm telling you the truth. Like these are the people coming. So I don't need you to be. Blow- I'm. I. I. That's one thing for me. Is I hate when I tell you the truth, and as soon as like it's happening, there's no trust. You're still like blowing up my phone, or you're like, "Where are you?" You say you're gonna come home at three, okay? But what with the boys? It's a banger tonight. Mm-hmm. We're drunk, or we're eating pizza. We're doing dude stuff. Why are you like, "Oh, it's four o'clock. Where are you?" Yo, I'm half drunk looking for my car. Leave me alone. Why aren't you home yet? It's like I feel, and that's probably just me. Everybody's different. DVD. Right. <laughs> um, I ever since I was little, I hated being babysitted. I don't like to be babysit. I don't like to be micromanaged. Mm-hmm. I I get my shit done one way or the other. I always get my shit done. 
yes, there are times where we're out. My boy might invite some girls, but that's not that's not me. You get me? Like I have no control of who my boys invite. You well, know what I'm saying? I think that's exactly why you should build a foundation from the beginning. Yeah. So well, I you would think the foundation is already built. Like after a while, like if there's if like let's say your boyfriend has never given you a reason to lie. Well, he's never given you a reason not, not to leave. trust him. Yeah, this guy, babe, I'm going here. He's there, but and you're together now. Like say three years in now, if he tells you, hey, babe. I'm going to go have a banger with my boys tonight. He's expecting you to trust him because he's never giving you a reason not to mm-hmm. trust him. And obviously, he's hoping that you trust him because he's going out with the boys. Yeah. Well, I feel it's like there's no trust where he goes he, he goes out and by 1 o'clock you're texting him like, where are you? Send me pictures. What are you doing? No, that right there is like, there's got to be something that's causing you to get to like this. And it ain't me, like, it ain't him, because obviously he's giving you the the, the secureness of, like... Well, that, that's what I'm saying. I feel like when that happens, it's because you don't set that boundary from the beginning. As in, like, I think I'm so, too. Go I out, think, yeah. I'm going to go out with my friends. Don't bother me. Yeah. Not because I'm doing something wrong, but you know who I'm with. Like, you know who my friends are. Yeah. I've never given you a reason not to trust me, so just, like, let's set that boundary, and I'll go do... Have, like I'll have fun with my friends and then I'll text you when I get home. I do believe that boundaries should have been set from the beginning. Yeah. And, yeah. Said, yeah. and I, I think we sometimes don't set boundaries. Mm-hmm. Like there's certain things we may like or don't like and we're like, damn, should I bring it up? What is yeah. that person no. going so, like, to say? You have to bring it up. You have to bring it up. Wow. And, then, yeah. and then you can start, you can recreate boundaries, recreate boundaries again. Mm-hmm. You can be in a three-year relationship. It's going to change, yeah. And then well, yeah. relationships from the beginning Two, three, four, nine, five months. You might be living months. together it's, now. It's you different. might have it's gonna, a kid. Gonna, you everything might have, is gonna you know. change. Everything is going to change. Yeah. It will literally things will change over the time. Simple. So like I have a few thoughts about this whole discussion, but basically like one of the big things that you also learn about being open and transparent about things is that you have to be that way because you cannot have assumptions or expectations. And like you know, everyone's heard the phrase like, uh, like uh, like assume is like makes an ass out of you and me and all that, right? But because it's, it's like. You don't know what anyone else is thinking or what they're feeling or or what's going on at any time. You really don't until the only way we know is by asking speaking, it, you know, like mm-hmm. speaking or asking or com- or having a conversation or a text, whatever. So you don't know like anything about like you can't assume that your partner knows this or that or yeah. you can't expect for them to. That's another thing. You can't expect them to tell you something like when a girl's like, oh, I thought you were going to say this or you were going to say like you can't expect anyone to say anything because that's what you want. That's like you don't know what they want. Yeah. So like setting up the boundaries in the beginning is like, you know, you like you don't know how she's going to be with her friends or you don't know this or that. But also a lot of this is tied into like insecurities and like. When you're so secure in yourself and who you are and you're very confident in yourself and you you know that like um, I'm always having this positive energy and positive thoughts like you are already naturally going to realize like that you might realize the partner you're with is not for you because like that insecurity of them is like just going to show that they're not on this because like they will not ever think this yeah. way about you like if they really are that but and like that per- I will not but, think this way about that person them, you know? at one point can be like okay. I'm not. I'm having my trust issues, and they can switch it up mm-hmm. at one point. You can. This always. Well, yeah. Up. You want to give them. You want to give them a chance yeah, to and then you change. Can, yeah. You can always. I could say, give them, not give them, but people can evolve. Mm-hmm. You can change your mindset today, mm-hmm. and then tomorrow will be totally different. It just takes one step forward. Yeah. You'll be like, okay, this is. I'm having bad trust issues from past experiences. 
but I, she might not be doing it, or the, the person that you is not doing it. But what is it that you you take the step forward? Yeah. You either kill your head, first you killed your head, or you damage the relationship because True. of your own insecurities and all this. And it happens, and it happens a lot. It happens to the best of us mm-hmm. because of real insecurities. We might mess something up, and it happens. It happens to every individual that you might be insecure about certain things or that the other person is insecure. Like, we're all insecure, but you have to... She has shown me that you have to show a lot of your assurance. Mm-hmm. I'm a person that I was never... Dude, like, bro, worry about... I was the type of guy that'd be like, bro, worry about your own feelings, bro. You yeah. don't have to tell me, like... I was there, too. And, like, she has shown me that you have to show the reassurance when you need it because people need reassurance not every time. That's true. But they need it. Like, your partner needs to know that you love her mm-hmm. by actions, mm-hmm. by you putting in the work that you know, like, look, I'm putting in the work, I'm putting in the work for us. And then that person does the same thing for you. Like, it gives you the reassurance. He talks to you like, look, this is not how things look like. And then you also want to ask your friends, everybody for an advice. Don't just stick to yourself. Go talk to, don't go talk to well, other Well, you got to ask the right friends. The right friend. Don't go talk advice. to other girl about your issues mm-hmm. within yourself. Go talk to a guy, one of you homies, yeah. that he will give you a right advice when it comes to relationships. And then some people have been through like some crazy ass mm-hmm. fucked up shit on relationships and they have learned from that and they have to fix their relationship because you can either take the step forward to fix your shit or just like, okay, gotta go. Peace out. Peace you want to say something, You have two options. You have two options. <laughs> <laughs> Steve is like, and Steve, he, he's looking at me like, what's up, Steve? He's anxious. No, no, I'm like hearing everyone's different thoughts on relationships. Yeah. It is, but like, the biggest thing for me is like, um, like I just will say it over and over again, is like, you have to keep positive thoughts and positive mm-hmm. things because like, think about this. It's like, I'm not going to spend one second of my time worrying about the 10 different things that could go wrong with this girl going out with her friends. Yes. Just like she shouldn't be spending one second of the time with her friends thinking about the shit that could be going wrong in my head because once again, you're assuming or thinking about things that are not, they haven't happened or they aren't going to happen. And to me, it's like, I don't want to be with someone that um, is going to be like that. Where now when you're older and you've gone through things and like you, you change your energy and vibrations, you already know like... <laughs> Like those type of people are not going to match with me anyways, because I already know, like I'm going to, I can re- you can read people's insecurities just like as a, a, a big example of, of, as a guy is like in the gym or in rugby, which are like my two areas where like, I am 100% confident that I am the best. Like whenever I'm out there, you can see every single time that there's a guy that thinks that he's the best, but he knows he's not. And like, yeah. we all know that there's like the guy that's the fake alpha male or like that they're projecting or that they they flash their stuff because they think of this and like you can see through a guy that is is that or is not just like you guys can see like i am that but i'm also very humble and i want to learn and i want to be i want to make other guys feel just as great and confident as i do because i know that if they feel that way then they're going to treat women better and they're going to treat other people better and they're going to feel good about themselves right so that's what my belief is and that i'm a motivating person that can like help other guys definitely right but like you don't want to be around people that are insecure like that because that's not going to make you better. Like, and like at the end of the day, like you can only be around people that are making you better. So like an insecure girl that's worried about this or like bothering me about that or like 
or or it's giving me like that those problems like i'm not allowing any negative things in that space and once you like understand that and you only surround yourself with positive people or you can read people a lot better and you can hear like start listening to how people's how people say things like i'm a i'm a you know i study journalism and i've taken a lot of classes on like speech and writing like bro you gotta like every word that someone says is very important like what word they use what adjective they use like what verb they use i've, I've heard like about how that. they I say it like what tone they say it like like when do they say it to you like you know it's all these things like so you gotta consider that at all times and just realize that once you start picking up on that you're gonna realize oh there's this dude that came out to rugby that is like this guy is very fake and i can tell that he thinks he's the shit and like he wants to compete like with the other, like me or like another guy that's like a, a higher up guy in the group because they want to like prove themselves. It's just like, it goes back to like straight, like primal days of like, you know, we're freaking lions. Who caught the biggest to, like, one? Yeah, who caught this, who, you know? And it's like, no, no, no. Like I can know that Johnny, like I want Johnny to think he's the shit and he's the coolest guy, but he also knows that I'm the shit and I'm the coolest guy. And that I think my friend Corey's the shit and he's the coolest guy, but like he looks different than me and Corey looks different than me. And I might be the guy that gets attention for my tattoos and my, and my look, but like, I think he is the one I am gets the, one. the attention. But Johnny's cool as hell because <laughs> I'm like, Oh Johnny, like you live this life that I've never really known about. And I want to yeah. learn about it, but I'm going to also help you to be like, yo, you don't need to do this shit with everybody. Do this with the guys that are cool. And like people True. that really care about you. And like my friend Corey, <laughs> He's a younger guy than us. He's 24, and I can see so much potential in him, but he had a lot of problems with, like, self-doubt and stuff like that and confidence. I'm like, bro, you're the fucking shit, bro. You're 24. You're the captain of the rugby team now. Like, you're going to work hard to lose weight. You already are making a good money at your age. Like, you know, like, so each person needs a little bit of that. So, like, for me, for Johnny, it was discipline. And then for my friend Corey, it's confidence. And it's like, well, I have both of those things, but guess what? There's stuff that I don't have that I have to learn. You know what I mean? So spirituality and like learning about this positive, this is all still only new. It's only four, four or five months, but it's like, bro, my whole life is completely different because of this, you know? When I started doing the, the, the whole thing of working on myself, mm -hmm. I went from, my sister can tell you, she can say many things about me. Dude, I was in a bad place where I was not depressed because I've never been that person on depression. Mm -hmm. I've never Same. been that yeah. kid of being depressed. Maybe sad for a couple of hours, but I've never been depressed. Like, never. But there was a time in my life where everything was just going wrong. The friends that I have were bad friends that they didn't care. They would stab you on your back. They would make fun of me. Like, literally, they would make fun of me. I left them. My life, my life got much better. Mm -hmm. I got a new job. Got a new job, start making more money. I started having better friends that they care, that they check up on you. They're like, hey, what's going on? Hey, what's up? Those things change once you start leaving toxic places. Mm -hmm. And then once you start leaving those toxic places, your life will get so much better and you will start learning more about yourself and then you're how you project life and how you approach life. Mm -hmm. um, I believe that if you change your mindset, first, tell yourself what is it that you want. Second, write it down. Mm -hmm. Third, meditate on that. You're not gonna get the right answer. You don't, you don't wanna get the answer that you want, but you're gonna get the answer one way or the other. Mm -hmm. Either the universe, God, or whatever you wanna call it is gonna show it to you not today, not tomorrow. You don't know. You don't yeah. know. But it, that answer is going to come sooner or later. And it's That's just simple, simple as that. When 
individuals are us as humans we have to acknowledge our toxic traits and make sure we work on those mm-hmm. the most work on those toxic traits you might have you jealousy, jealousy anger, anger you know betray all these types of things that like a lot of people stress even stress i mean stress is its own thing but yeah. it's because that, that it's goes stress. down to physical stre- mental but it's like any of these things that are not you being happy feeling ecstatic feeling excited feeling motivated feeling accomplished like anything that's not doing that you you got to learn how to filter that out whether it's like your job whether it's uh the partner that you're with whether it's the friends you're around whether it's a lot the food you're eating it's like all these things could be toxic it could be um there's people that just wake up in the first thought in the morning is a negative thought you know it could be like oh i gotta go to work today and it's like they're already in a bad mood because they gotta go drive to work where it should be like i just woke up and i can do anything i want today and that's how i think every day no matter what like because you're only here for so long you know in this lifetime, which is another podcast for the future. Question, when do you guys think it's the right time? And so if you could charm in this, and it could be in any aspect in life too. Does that have to be like business-wise? When is it good? Not good. Oh, I don't even know how to say this question. Man. Okay, I'll give my example. And you guys try to translate it into your own success. For me... I've always had a thing where I came from poor, like, Dominican Republic, Campesero, like, nothing. Mm-hmm. And I was had a thing, like, I have to be successful. Like, if I'm not successful, I've pretty much wasted my life because I have all the tools I need to become successful. There shouldn't be an excuse. And I've spoken to Stephen about this. It's like, when is it okay? Not even okay. When is it just right for you as a person to be like, yo, I fucking did this. I want to ball out now. Like, and it's not even to be cocky or like to show off to others, but it's more to like, yo, I fucking did this. Like, I deserve so you're saying this new is, shoes or I deserve this new car. So you're saying when is the age that you choose? Not even age, like. Like, when do you know it's the. Because like, I, like I'll post certain things on Instagram where it's like, I feel like I successfully did it and I'll get a comment like, Bro, we get it. You have money. Or like, bro, you didn't have to post that. Make us broke people feel broke. Do, do yourself a favor. Don't worry account. about that. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. it's yeah. like, favor. and my acting, so it's like, I don't know. I have a conflict with it. And I've spoken to Steven about yeah. it. Like, I don't want to come across cocky, but I want people to see that I'm being successful. You get what I'm saying? So it's like, where's the balance in that? Like, I just want you guys to see that I'm actually doing something. Okay. That I'm not just whatever. But I don't want it to come across like I'm better than you. Because that's not what I want. I just want you, like, the people who follow me be like, oh, damn, Johnny fucking did this shit. Or, like, you know, Felipe did this. Or Sakana did that. Or, you know, holy shit, Steven fucking lost an extra 50 pounds. I got a six-pack. I'm pretty sure if he got a six-pack, he's going to want to post it. That doesn't mean he's cocky. And he just wants to show his results. It's all about your intentions, bro. And, like, you know, you could talk about meditation, your intention going into a meditation. and your It's, like, literally... I know for a fact that like the 24 year old, 25 year old, 26 year old version of me that put like I can go back on my Facebook and look at the pictures I used to put selfies all the time. And I'm like, but I know the mindset I had back then compared to now where I'm like, I'm doing this shit because I'm fucking working really hard to get here. You know, yes, yes, if you know that your intention was good at posting it or like, and that's just the world we live in about posting shit and putting stuff on social media. But if you feel accomplished and you want to show that. 
then like I don't care anything about what any one other person says because yeah. for me I, I feel happy about it, you know. So, but it's like, but you have to know whether are you posting like when I get abs because I'm saying it because I know I'm going to get yeah. it. Yeah, fuck yeah, you're gonna get it, you know. Of course. But it's like when I get that, I'm gonna post it now because it's like guess what? Back then I never worked that hard to ever get it. So now that when I do, I'm gonna be like, I fucking did it. But guess what? I also will use this as a way to be like. But you can do it because I just showed you it can be yeah. hard, you know? Mm-hmm. As the guy that's 31 that's going to get in the best shape of his life at the latest stage right now. I'm no, like, you're not late. It's like, no, you can do this shit anytime. So like, 30s you know? and you're 20. So like my friend Corey, who's 24, I'm like, dude, you've been watching me lose weight for six months. Like, why? Time. You can go do this now. Like, you can see what can happen. Yeah. You know? So it's like, that's the intention where back then it might be like, oh, because I want girls to see this on my Tinder, you know, or whatever. You're flexing for that. But it's like, no, that's just my intentions. Now, not everyone, there's still a lot of people that don't have the right intentions and like, the social media world and the Instagram model world. It's so toxic. It's all very yeah, toxic, very, which is why I've never been part dating apps again. I'm not Look, into the stuff on the Instagram shit apps. again because it's just like I'm in it because I'm like, I, this is my life that I'm working on. I'm very proud of that. And I know the people that are uh, like following me or that are in this are happy for me. So I'm like, so I don't give a fuck about anybody else, you know? So that's really how it is, bro. Look, I had... When I started posting my pictures on Instagram that first 2019 or 2000... Yeah, 2019, people be like... Bro, why were you posting yourself? Mm-hmm. Why? And I'm like, bro, like, let me fucking be. Like, I didn't ask you for your fucking opinion mm-hmm. on myself. I'm posting it because, bro, like, I'm working on my shit. I'm working to get in a better shape. Yeah. Who gives a fuck? If you want to post that picture, I tell her the time, bro, if you want to do those workout TikToks, fucking do them. <laughs> Start doing them. Like, I get yeah. you. she wants a tripod. Okay, I'll, I'll help you get the tripod. Like, Buy a tripod for her birthday, boy. Huh? <laughs> Buy her a tripod for her birthday. It's next year. Okay, f- for Thanksgiving, you're her <laughs> something. So, <laughs> you don't know Spit Aside? Yeah, just go oh, right yeah. now after the podcast. Maybe what trap part you are? The one with the so, wheels? What you want on it? So, she wants to do something because she, she likes taking videos and TikToks. And, like, yeah. she's very on the aesthetic look. I'm like, bro. Do it. I'm like, I'm, so, I'm sorry. No, bro. Babe, do it. That's your bro, too? That's your babe and your bro? Like, she hold it down. Like, Bonnie romantically. Romantically. Yeah, romantically. Yeah. Like, like if I, my girlfriend, my old girl, yo, you my nigga, like you, you hold it down, <laughs> Bonnie and Clyde, so Bonnie like, and Clyde. Yeah, sometimes we do say it, but we like to. She likes like my like her. We she both like, like to be to... called a not bro because I I was reading this rabbi and he said you don't, when you talk to your partner you want to talk to your partner as a love partner. Of course. No, ours a bro. Mm-hmm. Or not as like, hey, bro, what's up? No, you, hey, babe, how's it going? But you there do have a, bro moments with her. Yeah, we, we do Where it's have like, bro whoa. But you, that's the thing. We both know we can be bros. Because, yeah. like, the shit we do is of questionable. Course. But, like, <laughs> <laughs> but, like I'm not going to be like, oh, hey, bro. No, no, we, no, no. Like, that's different. We've had times where we do that. And it's just like, no, like, let's not do that. Like, it doesn't yeah. feel. Because, like, that's how you talk to your Bros. You should know when to say bro or not. Exactly. Yeah. Like you're not gonna say bro, come have a shower with me. No. <laughs> that's just awkward as yeah, fuck. Yeah. Like that's a turn off. Like I'm not going in there. One thing that I've learned is that if you want to speak to your partner, you want to have certain words that you only speak to your mm-hmm. partner like that. If you want to speak to somebody else's per se as your friends, you call them oh bro, you a bitch or some shit like that. You a bitch. I'll be like, what's up, bitch? Or something like that. You, okay, I don't think I've ever said that to any of our friends. Like, like what up, man? That bitch is... Well, I probably didn't say that. <laughs> I didn't say that. Yeah, yeah. That always sounds pretty good, yeah. Natural, yeah. Be but, drunk, you know, probably. Definitely drunk. You have to start correcting the way you speak to... Especially to your loved ones. 
Of course. Mm-hmm. Because that's the person that you're going to have to deal with for a long and time. And that's why I love the Colombian's accent. The Colombians... One. They have this thing oh, no, when they talk, you like fall in love with them. Okay, but it's like, like amorcito, bebecito. And I'm okay, just like, oh, like, everyone they, like that. No, but no, I'm I'm not saying to, but the way they talk. Imagine he spoke to you like that all the time, to you only, only to you, nobody else. With the I amorcito, you want breakfast? I well, bebecita. That's why you got what I'm saying. It's like it holy shit, don't <laughs> ever <laughs> stop. <laughs> That's why it works. <laughs> like, don't ever stop saying those romantic things. Because, don't get me wrong, women love to hear that. I don't care what you say, or oh, it gets tiring. Women want to know that you still find her beautiful. Yeah. And relationships, let's get, let's, let's put it, let's get needy and greedy. Let's get for real. After the honeymoon stage, is when the real shit goes down. Mm-hmm. That's how I call it. I usually give her the first. <laughs> I give her the first six, no, no, six to nine months. Is like you're blind. The first six yeah. to nine months, you're figuring out each other. Yeah, you're trying new things sexually. You're in that romantic stage. Once you've crossed that nine months, almost to a year, shit gets serious, and that's who you really know who you're with. And that romantic side. I'm sorry to say this. Most guys stop doing it. Mm-hmm. Because they stopped chasing their woman. Mm-hmm. Oh, I already got her. I'm good. That's my boo. I'm doing this. But, and I, and I fall into that trap too. Where I've like, not been romantic certain times with like, previous girlfriends. And it's not the fact that it's like, I don't find you beautiful. It's like, let's be fucking honest. We're men. We're dumbasses sometimes. And we honestly forget. But, like what you were saying, keeping that, 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 that pace where like, you give her a affirmation of like, babe, like, damn, babe, you looking thick today. Mm-hmm. Or like, damn, babe, you look beautiful. Just grab her ass. You know? Or like, no, make me that. Don't even die. Like, throw ass. Yeah, like, like women like, like that shit. Attention, yeah. I don't care what they say. Women love a nice smack ass. Like, <laughs> you, ooh, like, you, he, ooh, that's your boo. Like, he, like, <laughs> I don't care what you say. Johnny might like Women like it. <laughs> what, me? If I was throwing a nice little smack, be like, ooh, okay. I see you, boo. You gonna get it later on. Like uh-huh. that lets us know, like you're thinking of us, you're caring about us, because mm-hmm. this all, it's all emotional stuff. Like we want to, we want to be wanted. Yeah. Mm-hmm. At the end of the day. Look. And the same goes for men. Sorry. Yeah. I, I don't speak, but I had to say that. Yeah. Oh, yeah of course, so, of course. Of course. Yeah. And we, we, dude, it's like sometimes when she makes food, bro. That that's like not saying like in a way of like why she's making me food, but like it's the thought of. She made me food. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. She made me food. She like, could have made her own plate, but she's like, babe, what would you like today? Or like, here, I made a plate for you when you get home from work or the gym. gym yeah. It's the little things that they do too that sometimes we take for granted. Or when she thought, damn, like, yo, I wish packed the lunch for the next day. Yeah, but I work from my home, so I don't really got to get packed no, lunch. If, but if you have, if you have, I'm just saying. If you have like her favorite candy or her favorite snack, mm-hmm. or it's like, oh, you just had a hard week at work and you have flowers for her. It's like it's the same thing as a guy where it's like if they have. Oh, it's about to get good. Yeah, man. All the guys in the room that live here, so setting <laughs> the standards very high. But uh, I mean, it's like the same as a man where it's like. If they make you a meal or like, bro, she got, she buys some lingerie and it's like, oh, she actually put some time in for me. And it's like, you know, it could be the same thing as a guy. What if you bought it for her? And she's like, oh shit. Like he actually wants me to like, you know, and it's like, yeah. it's just like you said, we want to be wanted. And it's mm-hmm. like, when you don't feel that, 
then that's when you get in this thing about being in your head about oh is it because yeah. of my body or is it because of my job or is it you know yeah definitely the details can we get deeper now deeper we're about yeah, we're an about hour deep, and 20 yeah. minutes okay now. finish finish what you're gonna say when we'll go finish and i want to just one last deep i want to know everybody's point on this too hear me out one thing that i'm learning with her is the consistency don't get too comfortable mm-hmm we do get comfortable. Yo. <laughs> because it's like guys tend to tend to get too comfortable. Yeah. Everybody, let's be honest. And women too. Women have to play their part in their relationship. Don't get too comfortable. Be like that. You know that guy can leave you tomorrow. Mm-hmm. And then you have to make sure that you, that girl's gonna fucking leave you tomorrow. So what is it that you do? You have to Make sure that you don't get too comfortable. Be like, I'm just gonna lay back and just whatever. Mm-hmm. No, True. if you have, if you're dealing with a person that is very comfortable and is getting too comfortable, let them know that they're getting too comfortable. That's where it's about being gotta honest. Go. You gotta like, you gotta have those two. Yeah. Like, hey, like, we, you're not working listen, out or you're not doing this or like, you haven't. We haven't gone on date night since three weeks or like whenever. Date nights are essential. Like, all those types of things, you know. I agree. Gotta talk yeah. about yeah, those are. Look, date nights could be <laughs> no. no. Not necessarily like going out to like expensive dinner. No, no, a walk I, at the beach, a little yeah. ice cream yeah. cone, going to painting with you know, place. like all these paint with a pig. Go buy, go buy a bottle of wine. And for me, an amazing things. date night. And this is just me. Bottle of wine. Mm-hmm. I like my hookah. Good start. And Can fucking binging. I'm an old. I'm an old school. I'm I'm an old school. So I'll either binge like. Disney movies or like Harry Potter. Like the other day, I binge all the High School Musical movies. Like, <laughs> I was, you get what I'm saying? <laughs> like, I didn't want to sit, but it's, but yo, but if you can sit with me, get a whole bottle of wine, we tipsy, we watching High School Musical. Going to my next question. Going to my next question. What's your next question, Johnny? No, not next question. No, not next statement. I want to say it professionally. I don't want to say it like no, say it, I want to say it professionally. Nah, it's gonna be a little. That's a big chest. Why is it a problem for high sex, high sex drive people? High sex drive people, their partner, if they don't match that energy, mm-hmm. it's like, bro, you always want it, or mm-hmm. babe, you always want it. Mm-hmm. Like, is it a bad thing to have a high sex drive? Because no. I've noticed certain people. Well, that's right. I've noticed in my own experience where it's like, damn, we're all adults here. Like, damn, babe, I'm trying to get some. Yeah. No, uh, damn, babe, I'm trying to get some. No, no, damn, babe, I'm trying to get some. It's like, when are you going to give me some? You talk all this talk, but like, and then they start complaining, oh, all you always want is booty. Or all you always want is sex. Like, all you want to do is have sex every other day. You're, aren't we supposed to like okay I duplicate I, I could say something personally we like this is like I know this is like our personal stuff but yeah I'm a very sexual active guy yeah in other words I have a high sex drive is what I'm trying to say okay and you ever get the point for those hearing what I'm trying to say is I have a high sex drive and I've had issues where people <laughs> He's like, can match no I don't care the, you get me you have to ask me because you guys don't oh I already know I already know you and it's hard to match with certain people yeah. because then they come up they think that all you want is sex and it's like no I do but with you though 
it's like yep understand where i'm trying to come from with that you get me okay so hear me out so uh from my personal experience you have to have these conversations mm -hmm. in a manner of like hey listen See, I'm a all these conversations i'm just trying to get it in no no no, no. no. <laughs> i know i know you gotta have the current walk i know you have to say look there is times it's been three weeks we haven't touched each other mm -hmm. oh no it's it's been three weeks or it's been two weeks mm -hmm. like there is something sex is very important in a relationship very do you important. think it is it is can it make it or break it it is yes listen because i used to think it wasn't but it so like, yeah, so, <laughs> okay, like so it. this yeah. is for so he is the man of your dreams from head to toe looks talks eyes body type everything cooks for you your mom your own mom wants to marry this guy now you finally get intimate he's a one beater are you leaving him because of that no okay thank you that's what i wanted to make sure because i don't understand why women say oh if he can't oh he out what listen this is are you seeing this are you seeing this on social yeah. media not just social media I've, I've heard it on podcasts like um the one in my, the guys the three guys from miami where they bring girls and they, they ask the girls like oh, oh come on man they're miami girls, but i bro. feel like that's exactly why everyone's so fucked up it's because like, people think like that why think like that like just because of why yeah, yes the sex is good the sex is i want to say something um, as far as sex and all this, right, the, the area that we live in, right? Yeah. Specifically, like, in South Florida and Miami, like, girls, like, they're kind of accustomed to, like, wanting that. Yeah. And, you know, we need to have good sex. This is what it's about. And sometimes they get into relationships just for that lust and desire. So, a mm -hmm. lot of times, people, are, they're getting into relationships, but they're not even getting into a relationship for the right reason. Yeah. They're getting into it because, oh, yeah, he gave me some good, you know, dick, or he yeah. gave me some good pussy, and I think we're going to work together because I'm physically attracted to you. Huh. But the consequences, intelligence and maturity, you start realizing that it's way more than that. Mm -hmm. okay, yeah, yeah, that's yeah. great. But guess what? If you're a partner that I want to spend my life with, and get yeah, with, guess what? That sex is temporary. Play. Yeah, like it doesn't matter how much Viagra I'm gonna fucking take. <laughs> my dick is not gonna get up. Like, <laughs> yeah, it is. And at that point, this woman that I fell in love with will understand that. Mm -hmm. yeah. And yeah, of course, when you're in your prime, you're peaking right now, when your hormones are mm -hmm. reaching, what you want to think about, of course you want it to be good. You do your best to make that happen. At the end of the day, you know, it's like Eric Sposter said of the yeah. Miami Heat. You put your all out on the court and you live with the results. Yeah. You know I mean, does that mean don't make it interesting? Of course, I mean, try to make it interesting. If your girl's like feeling like complacent, or you're feeling complacent, buy some toys, yeah. do whatever it takes. You know? I agree. But at the end of the day, you gotta realize it's a relationship. It's not one thing. Like it life, is. it's never gonna be one thing. Yeah. Right? It's always gonna be a mixture of things, and mm -hmm. you always gotta, you know, find that person and you deal with it. Yep. You know what I mean? And that's how you know if a relationship is worth having. Oh no, of course. Based off of how much dick you can give, but. What comes after that? Like, you know what I mean? Like, what else can you give me other than the exactly. dick? Cuddles, bro. Yeah. Give him the cuddles. Cosquillitas. No, cosquillitas. Yeah. Do that shit with you. Head scratches, all that shit. I don't yeah, because, you know, at the end of the day, you need somebody for you when you have those tough days. Yeah. Of course, yeah. I agree. Yeah. Help. Of course. And that goes back to what I was saying before with, be the, with the boundaries. <laughs> yeah. It's like, I would rather wait a month if I have to, to know who you are as a person to know what your boundaries are to mm. know if i can trust you yeah. before you get, i get your dick i don't want to give my energy i'm talking more of like yeah i've been together for a while now and it's not good. year plus now no i don't even care if it's good or not. if you're the one you're the one i'm i'm not in it for the sex 
But I'm just saying, like, a year's gone by. And he's like, babe, like, babe, you're like, and you're like, yo, relax. Like, it can't be always this. Like, I have a high sex drive. Not because I'm trying to just, but if I'm with you, I and I know you, and I know. partner, honestly, because I feel like, like he's been saying, like, the person that knows you and loves you really. Will we'll automatically feed problem. off like, this, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. It, like, it's it not the right person. Like, I also feel like relationships go through phases, though. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. In the beginning, you're going to fuck all the time. It's going yeah. to be that one thing, you know? Because there are going to be times where the other person is just not going to be emotionally available. Mm-hmm. And when they're yeah. not emotionally, emotionally available, they're not going to be in sexually that mode. available. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know? That is true. Because you know, it, it, it happens have... in every relationship. Oh, yeah. And that's where it really gets tested if the foundation of that relationship is really solid. Of course. No, that I, I, I'm willing to compromise at times for either her or myself. Like, there is no issue there. Like, yes, I know women go through more stuff, so there's going to be moments where I think she's going through her little, yeah. you know, and thing. So a lot of times it's more than weeks. Sometimes it can be months. months. It could be- so that goes back mm-hmm. to looking at yourself. Yeah. You know, because now it's not just about her, but it's the position of you as a man that you already know you, already, you have a high sex drive, right? But where does that come from? Because there is a root there. You know, you I don't, don't know. Need sex. I've never thought about that. You don't need sex. You want it. Oh, no, I know I don't. You want to have it. But where, what, why do you feel like you have to constantly get it? Why do you feel like you can't wait? Mm-hmm. Let's say if your girl is going through something, because a lot of times we don't even know what we're going through. You know? Yeah, that's a fact. Mm-hmm. That's, <laughs> true. that's just the truth. That is true. I, 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 so the fact is that. It goes back to you because it's not about her. It's what role are you playing as a man that you can't control yourself and you're putting that on her because yep. that's insecurity comes from you portraying that on her. Damn. She yeah. just said it all. Oh, I didn't even think she, about it that way. I feel like she answered for all of us. I didn't even think about it that way. Because I didn't even think about it as like what you just said like as an insecurity because I don't. Again, I'm not saying you're wrong. I'm just saying I never thought about it that way. Mm-hmm. Because it's not that I'm insecure. If I'm with you, that's the thing. I'm very passionate. I want to please you. I want to make sure that you fucking know that I love you. That there's no other woman as well. So there's times where I see you or like I see her. And I'm just like, damn. Like I just want to like rip her clothes off. You get me? Because it's like a man thing to your woman. It's like, damn, baby, you look so beautiful. You know, let's go get a quickie. And she'll be like, no, I got to cook. All right. I'm understandable. You got to cook. You know, maybe some food. You have to that, be, that's fine. You have to have this conversation with your partner. Mm-hmm. It's hold on with yourself. With yourself. That is, I think there's, I might have to do that. There is something that I, I told her at the time, like, dude, if you don't want to do it, you tell me, and it's okay. I'm not gonna mm-hmm. force anything. But if later on you get on the mood, okay, I'm all for it. If you're not in the mood, always just the tell mood. me you're not in the mood. If you're not in the mood for so two, three, always in the mood. <laughs> so, <laughs> So, he already no, said he he already said he has a high, so he no. Yeah, look, I could look, I could be I could be yeah. anywhere. I could be anywhere and I'm like That's what I'm saying. Like what's be, up? No, 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 not all the time, but I could be anywhere. It's because she's the woman I'm so sexually attracted to her. Yes. But here's the thing, yes. but there is a balance that I have to make that of not course. everything's about that. Mm-hmm. There's some other things that you have to work for, like not just for pussy, because you can get pussy anywhere, but there's other things that you have to deal with. How is my girl doing? If mm-hmm. she feeling okay for us mm-hmm. to have sex, are we in the right mindset? Are we both like 
in a good place to have sex yeah. are you having an argument you just want to solve it with sex get the fuck out nah, of here if you if you do that if you do that you don't fix the core you the don't problem. fix the core and we we have spoken you put so a band like on if it. we have an issue you never want to resolve it with sex no we talk about it you forgive each it's other, like whatever, it's like getting it garbage is. and putting perfume over it you're yep. never really fixing the core. You're just exactly. masking it. That's yeah. all you're doing. You're yeah. just masking what the issue is. So, with that being said, guys. Yeah, this was good. I like this. Thank you for, for coming. Yeah. 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 your podcast. Yes. This is a Yo, sign. This is a sign. Listen, when we start our first podcast, I promise you we'll have both of them. Oh, absolutely. As the guests. Yep. And we'll have juicier questions. We're going to have a lot. I See the thing? I have no filter. That's fine. So when it comes to this type of stuff, I want us to talk about the needy and greedy stuff that you usually won't have the conversation with because we can talk about all the motivational stuff. We can sit here and be like, yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's like, no, let's get to the core stuff where like, well, real people, real nine to five, real, you know, friends of ours that are going through like self-image, like the self stuff, social media all this extra stuff, but yo, this podcast. Yeah, it was a great time. And, definitely uh, great time. Good conversation. Cool learn about everyone else, and like that's what it's all about is just trying to take away learn new things. New. So we definitely. I'm taking that. I'm new. taking that advice. Definitely yep. taking that advice. Yep. I didn't see it. I I didn't see it in that point of view. He knows. I'm ripping everybody over here. You want to know something? I go to two people in my life to seek advice when I go through something. My dad and my sister. Yeah. My dad puts me on a place that he, he's been through a lot of shit. And my sister, she's very knowledgeable. Mm-hmm. She's been through a lot that I can learn from her. Mm-hmm. Instead of like, here's what happened. Instead of me, I end up going through so much shit. And when I'm already like deep side, like deep in it, I go for advice. Instead of going from the first place mm-hmm. to get that advice. And same thing goes back to everything. She, I, I was never the type of guy to ask questions. I would just keep it in and assume. Mm-hmm. She, she has teaching me, bro. Ask me the fucking question. Don't like, just ask me. Then I'm like, but I was never like that. I was never the. I don't want to question you. Right. But it's just like, just fucking ask me. It takes two seconds to solve something that could be avoided. Right. <laughs> so she didn't even let us know. With that being said, like, guys, thank you for so much for coming. Yeah, like, thank, thank you, you so much. Us. Thank you for having yeah. us. It was no, no, a pleasure. Yeah. For the live audience. Thank you, guys. Thank you so much. Like, you guys are, like, for sure, we have to get back. You know, we have to get yeah, back. This and, is like, just the beginning. That's this is sure. the beginning. Listen, bro, please make it happen. Yep. We have a lot of people that we, wanna, we want this generation that is already fucked up to change mm-hmm. because it's already so fucked up that if we do it ourselves, we can be the influence to somebody else's life absolutely and be a positive and change those bad traits that we'll have manage them and worked on everything every single day wake up better than yesterday yep simple as that that's it and then if you guys want to say something a quote go ahead say it uh well i just would like to thank everyone uh this is like a big deal for us to be able to start talking and sharing our ideas and um our thoughts and feelings and learning uh from everyone so um, the biggest thing is like what we're all about is everybody different. And that's what we just learned today that we all have different thoughts about some of the same topics. And, um, the thing is that sometimes when you hear something for the first time that can change your whole life, or you could take shrooms for the first time, you can change your whole life. You can go to the gym for the first time and then you're never going to be different again. So it's, you have the opportunity to change yourself. It's just about making that first step and taking action. So that's what I'm all about. 
I was I got a call. It's like a smaller short. I promise you, short story. <laughs> He's like, it's not a. He, I thought, I it thought was from was Eric gonna, Thomas. I thought Stefan was gonna speak the bows. Oh no! no. We took over. Listen, <laughs> learn how to be. A listen, me and him, we could talk for hours. Yeah. But this is from Eric Thomas, who who don't know. He's a motivational speaker. This is from his 2014 stand up. He says, very short story. There's a mentor out into the ocean, and this guy wants to become successful. He's like, I want to make $100 million like you do. He's like, tomorrow, meet me at the beach at 5 a.m. in the morning. Guy comes with a suit, not understanding the, the, the whole process, and f- comes with a notepad and a suit, and the guy's like, all right, mentor, I'm ready. And the guy's like, start walking into water. And the kid's like, okay, whatever, this guy's got a million, $100 million. I'm going to follow what he says. He starts to walk. He starts to go. He's going deeper and deeper. Now he's swimming. And the kid's like, what are we doing, mentor? And the guy's like, keep swimming. He goes to where he can't swim anymore. Mentor gets on top of him and starts to drown him. And the kid is just trying to get some air. Like, just trying to get some air. And the guy's just holding him and holding him. And last second, he pulled him back up. And he asked him, when you were underwater, what was the only thing you wanted to do? And the student said, get some air. He says, when you get to that point in life that all you want to do is get some air... It's a day you'll be successful. Yeah. When you all you worry about is your business, your friends, and everything. He wasn't thinking about a party. He wasn't thinking about social media. He wasn't thinking about who texts him. All he wanted to do was <gasps> get some air. So when you want to be when you when you want to be successful as bad as you want to breathe, then you'll be successful. Oh boy, I love that. And when I heard that phrase, my trajectory of life was like. Holy cap. I need to put what those horses put on their face when they race, the little cover things, mm-hmm. and just think about that. Just put that in your face. Put the blinders on. The blinders yeah. and just run straight. Don't worry about the bushes to the left and the right. Be like the parties, all that. Just fucking go straight and I promise you, I promise you from my own experience, shit will change. There is a quote from that because I've seen that video many yeah. times. I have that video pinned on my YouTube. Pain is temporary. It may last a minute, a year, months. That's from him too, Eric Thomas. But eventually, what it is was, it? It will succeed. It will succeed. Yeah. So I took that. I think I, I have that quote because sometimes I do read it because it is so important that you remind yourself that pain is just temporary. It's a temporary feeling. We yeah. all live on temporary feelings. That is true. Like you can treat, switch your feelings with a thought, with a negative thought. You switch it right away. Your why's got to be bigger than everything. Yeah. If you don't know your why, you're lost. Yeah. All right, guys. Well, thank you so much. <laughs> Bro, I got these for days. <laughs> for days.